0: Guys, I'm starting to question how scary this coronavirus thing is. I'm not really a conspiracy theorist. I do have a segment on Reformed Pole about conspiracy theories. And we usually talk about it in a light joking way, semi-serious. I'm starting to think that uh, there's some things they're not telling us about this coronavirus. We'll talk about that in a second. We're also going to be talking about something that is on the front page of NBC that is worth taking up space. That is far worse than the coronavirus, guys. It's seriously, it is so important. It had to be on the front page of the NBC website. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about the oil price war. Excuse me, my can bottled beer that I'm not going to say because they don't sponsor my show. I was uh, making some noise there. But welcome to How to Build a Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. Hope you guys had a great weekend. I did. I was playing soccer my second week back from my 10-year retirement. My legs still hurt. <laughs> I thought I was good. My muscles, I thought, were healing. As soon as I started running around and kicking, my quads were dying. I was playing that game 50%. I also realized that apparently at 35 years old, you stop being really competitive. I went up for a 50-50 ball and I just let the guy have it. <laughs> I just kind of walked out of my way. take it, kid. It's all you, buddy. Uh, and they, they ended up scoring on that. But I, you know what? I still didn't get hurt, which is, it's funny. In your 20s, you're more worried about the team, about compet- competing, victory, winning, pride, all that good stuff. 35, you start rethinking things. You start reevaluating your priorities. Uh, we are part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Go over to flfnetwork.com. Put in HDBT in the memo field. You'll get that sweet mug right next to my Kingsman Groomy products, right next to my Lysol, which everything's been wiped down after all the sneaky news and suspicious news I've been hearing about coronavirus. can never be too safe. never be too safe. I am i don't think it's that big of a thing. I don't think it's going to be like, you know, the Walking Dead oh. But it does seem a little crazy. What's going on? So it's going to range in If you have any questions, comments, reach out to me, Matt, at howtobuildatent.com. Find me on all the social media sites, How to Build a tent. I had a listener, a loyal listener, an international listener, I will say no more, talking and asking me about coming up with business ideas. You know, I have the 250 making 250. 250 individuals or family members is my goal to get them to start a business making $250 in revenue, not profits, in revenue. Very modest goal by the end of the year, solely to get you into the motions. And then we'll talk about scaling. We can talk about all of the things that you need to. Grow and make that business profitable and worth, you know, worth doing. But she's asking, but the person was asking me about brainstorming ideas. And when you're brainstorming, do not think about what is going to make you money. Do not think about what it would be fun to do. Solely think of it from a problem solving perspective is what problem are you going to solve maybe it's problems usually it's one specific problem you start with the product or service to f- solve that and how can you solve that problem with the specific skills that you have or the specific you know assets that you have whatever it is what makes it solvable by you in a way that other people aren't doing it. It doesn't mean that you're the first to come up with the solution. Maybe you can do it better. Maybe you can do it cheaper. Maybe you can be more efficient. I don't know what it is, but that's what you want to think about. Because when you solve a problem and you're able to do it in a way that other people can't really compete with, whatever that is, customer service, pricing, shipping, whatever it is, then you're going to make money. You're going to have fun. You're going to have all that good stuff because it's fun to make <laughs> sales. I want to say who said that. Uh, I think it was one of the shark team shark tank people who said sales cures all problems. Uh, and that's partially true. You know, if your company is increasing sales year, quarter by quarter, year by year, you're not finding too many problems in the company. Uh, in you know, in theory, I guess you never know. Nowadays, with all these like people getting busted for sexual harassment, which is absolutely terrible. Um, they should be busted. Definitely not making any, any um, excuses and not making light about it. If you uh, if you deserve to be busted, you deserve to be busted. Not that I believe every woman. That's just a bunch of nonsense. All right, let's get into what I want to talk about today. Ted Cruz. Oh, okay. So people were sick at CPAC with the coronavirus, and which there was a Congress lady or was it a. A, representative, a House of Representatives, someone, she's like, if I had coronavirus, I would go and get um, the Trump crowd sick and all that stuff. I'm like, D- Who says that? It's insane. The Trump derangement syndrome is insane, which I think is going to help in 2020. But Ted Cruz shook a hand, had a conversation with someone who has coronavirus, has had the coronavirus. He doesn't have symptoms, but he's staying home and he's staying in that 14 day criteria. I was reading through the article, and one of the things that struck me, because I just thought it was kind of shocking that you're going to stay home and not be out because you were in contact with someone with it, but you don't have any symptoms. And I was like, okay, fine. Maybe it's like a politician thing. Like, I don't want to risk my career of getting other people sick or getting the whole Senate sick. Okay, fine. But So I was just reading through it, and one of the things they said was that the doctors were going to test him for it, which makes sense right you would think okay why don't why doesn't he just go get tested they have great health insurance in the Senate you know they don't have to abide by Obamacare like the rest of us and the article said that if you don't have symptoms it's not worth testing for you can't test for it let's see if I can have let's see if I have still pulled up goes down all right this is what it says the physicians, Further advise that testing is not effective before symptoms manifest, and my brief interaction with the individual does not meet the CDC criteria for self quarantine. The physicians advised that testing is not effective before symptoms are manifest. Do you remember Zika going around? That was like a big scare. It was a Zika virus, so it was the same thing. I'm not the same thing. I know viruses are different, but a virus is virus. You have bacterial infections, virus infections. And I just a disclaimer, I don't know anything about science. I'm not a doctor. Don't take anything I say as medical advice. It's just one man, layman, ignorant man speculating myself. If you're a doctor, I'd love to hear from you on this. But can't you test for a virus in your system? Doesn't a virus have like its 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 own entity, right? Doesn't it have its like own strand of rna or DNA or some form of foreign coding that you could test for? You're telling me that whatever came out of China in Wu Tang or Wuhan can't be determined unless you have symptoms. It can't you can't detect it unless there's symptoms. That's kind of like, "Uh uh-oh, what Rocky? Really? That seems really strange to me. And as I was reading this, the videos that pop up while you're reading an article, which I absolutely hate, you have like 10 tabs open, all of a sudden the video starts popping up, you don't know what tab it is, you're going, anyways. Apparently, France is blocking any groups of 1,000 or more people from gathering in public. France, What? It's that serious because I keep hearing these statistics and these facts about how it's like not even close to how bad the flu is, which seems right. I mean, statistically and looking at how many people die. But why aren't they doing this for the flu? Like if it's just as bad or if it's not as bad as the flu, then why are you taking all these measures beyond what people do for the flu? Why is that? Something seems strange. Something doesn't seem right to me. I don't know what it is. I'm not saying that I know the answers, but something doesn't seem right. All these countries are taking these drastic measures. They're quarantining people. It can't be tested for. Very strange. And I think it doesn't help, obviously, that China doesn't just tell you anything. It's like the Chernobyl-Russia incidents, right, where they try to cover it up. They try to hide it because they don't want to make the party look bad. But anyways, that's why I got my Lysol. That's why I have my Lysol. Oh, I was going to tell you about something. It really hurt my feelings, guys. It really hurt my feelings. But we're going to talk about it after I tell you about Kingsman Grooming Products. KingsmanGroomingPros.com, the Christian company, high quality products. And you get 10% off when you use HTBT. It's all over my face. It makes my face feel so great. It makes my beard all soft. And it makes it go in the right directions that I want it to. My skin doesn't get all itchy ever from shaving. They have leather products, beard products, hair products, aftershave products. Now, they have tattoo care, too, after you get a tattoo. But I'm telling you, they're coming out with stuff all the time. Go over to kingsmangroomypros.com, put in H-T-B-T on the checkout, get 10% off, support a Christian company, and get great quality products. You already use this stuff. Just cycle it out for better quality products that smell great, feel great, and you're supporting a great company and Christians to boot. And I think they're from Canada. That's why I said the boot. By the way, Tampa Bay and Boston had an amazing game last week. That is what hockey is all about. If you're on the fence about hockey, go try to watch that game in early March. If you're watching this like weeks later. About Tampa Bay and Boston. Phenomenal game. Fights, breakouts, back and forth. Oh, hockey is the best sport in the world. Hands down. Nothing comes close. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me. Oh. Okay, so this is what happened this week that really made me sad, and it made me self-conscious. I might need to start wearing makeup, guys, because Sola's sister, she's part of the federal vision hall monitors who does not like Doug Wilson, cross-politic, AD Ad Robles, does not like Marcus Pittman at all either, doesn't like any of us, was going through my Twitter really weird because she responds to a tweet thread From two months ago, a month and a half ago, where I was, you know, letting some culture warriors, social justice warriors have it in the church, which is my new pet peeve. You know, I really don't like that there's these social justice warriors in the church. Can you just go? Like, can you just take the dive, take the leap and just leave and uh, come back when you're repentant, please? Blew up a picture of me and said, Oh, they're angry. It said something to the fact, like, Oh, he looks angry. No, it's because he hangs around the cross-politic guys. And I saw him at G3, G3, G3. He was at G3, and he, he, he affiliated with the cross-politic people. And that really made me sad. Not because my face got blown up. Not because this person doesn't like me. I have way thicker skin than that. But what was frustrating is she didn't see how silly she looked because I have a show on their network. Like... How bad is my marketing? I'm a business podcast. She's going through my Twitter feed where I post my show every single day. I post the video. I post the audio. I post fun facts. I talk about my show all the time. And somehow she couldn't figure out that my show is on the cross politic fight laugh feast network. And it made me second guess all I've ever known in life. Why? Maybe I'm not that good at marketing. Maybe I shouldn't do a business podcast anymore. Maybe maybe Federal Vision is correct. I just don't know, guys. I just don't know. Anyways, it was really funny. A bunch of people retweeted. <laughs> One of my friends, Alex Kogman. I'm gonna post this later. Sends me a picture with uh, Cross Politics Studios. It says I put the stud in studios. Love it. Oh man, I'm just there is a coalition, for lack of a better word. Among Us Pundits, that Big Eva calls us, that is becoming so sweet. I don't know how else to say it. It's just a beautiful thing where a lot of us who just are podcasters, bloggers, commentators, pundits, are kind of forming this band of brothers without even meeting. But we have like we interview each other on shows and all that stuff. I was on It's Good to Be a Man. That was released. You should check it out. And I just think it's really sweet. I think it's a really great thing. Okay. This is what had to be on the front page of NBC News. Now, this is what are the articles that are around it. Coronavirus, oil prices are going to be tanking the Dow a 1,000 points as of recovering this. I even read that the Chicago Mercantile Index is almost at a point where it's stop. Stop gapping where it can't drop pre-trading 5%. It might might lock that up. College students are paying fees that they may not know they're doing. They're paying. Elizabeth Warren on SNL, which is, oh my gosh, I just can't wait till we never have to watch her again. And this. This is, with all those other headlines, this made the front page. For transgender dancers, progress can't come fast enough for transgender dancers. Progress can't come fast enough. Now, I talk about differentiating a lot. I do. I do talk about that. Being a transgender studio might not be the way to go. It just might not. Call me crazy. Don't call me tranny. I don't think that's gonna be worth it. But what's funny about this is we have this business NBC news feeling the need to highlight this to a whole industry of where all the homosexuals are. Right. I mean, is there, there may be straight dancers. I'm not saying there's not. And I think we need more Christians in this industry. Art. I think art's beautiful. I think dances are beautiful. Like the truly artistic, well done, high professional art. I would, I'd love watching ballet. I mean, I don't do it all the time. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm drinking my beer and, watching sports but I think there are a lot of beautiful expressions of art from dancing and I think Christians should be there but isn't this predominantly just like a hangout for the liberals a hangout for the homosexuals and now they're coming after them they're coming after their own this transsexual transgender um, discrimination that is happening and they go on to talk about how people are hungry for it. It's a milestone for transgender and gender non-conforming dancers. Choreographer and Dorsey hoped it would lead to a more inclusive dance world. The company is celebrating 15 years. It's not that the audience doesn't want it. The audience is hungry for transgender dancers. But it's the industry that's not ready for it. And this is front page news. The only reason this is front front page news is because there's an agenda that this business... Is driving. And I'm just happy at this point where I don't even have to get mad at it anymore because Trump has done such a great job of highlighting their bias, highlighting their narratives, that everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And so instead of me ranting to you about this, about their biases and how we need to bring this to light, it isn't light. So this is what we need to do now is we need to continually support Christian business organizations that are doing news. We need to support conservative values, biblical principles that are doing the news. They're out there. We don't have to watch NBC News ever. We don't have to read their websites. Why would you? They're posting about transgender dancing. Is that relevant to our world? You don't think you can find out about the Dow dropping at another more you know, a better site, a more like-minded site, a site that's going to give you facts that aren't pushing this liberal narrative down. You don't think you're going to find out about the coronavirus, it's everywhere. We don't need these sites anymore. They're becoming more and more relevant. They're going to start shrinking their audience more and more, their hits per page are going to shrink more and more as they become more and more extreme and to the left and they're going to eventually die out. They're going to eventually die out. They have nothing to offer. Absolutely nothing to offer. Putin is getting into a pricing war with the Saudis. Uh, and what is that? Oh, dude, pop-ups are the most annoying thing in the world. Russia rejected an OPEC, which is the organization that Saudi is. Meeting, basically, it's the oil for the Middle East. They rejected an or uh, I'm sorry. They rejected a proposal by OPEC to cut it 1.5 million barrels per day of production. In response, Saudi Arabia not only cut its forward crude prices to Chinese customers by as much as $6 to $7 per barrel, but it is also reportedly looking to raise its daily crude output by as many as 2 billion barrels. The move by the is both a market share grab and a loud signal to Moscow that it's done playing games. Moscow is going to be incredibly hurt by this. And they talk about how American oil and gas is going to be hurt by it. And yeah, it could be true. But our country does not rely on oil and gas to keep our industry afloat. Russia, it does. Russia, it does. And it's a good thing. I don't like Russia. I don't like Russia at all. It's a really creepy how Steve Bannon is saying that the Putin isn't the problem. The Putin. <laughs> the Putin isn't the problem. It's he's terrifying. Uh, China is a problem. Russia is a problem. North Korea is a problem. Iran's a problem. And I think all those countries are hurting for many different ways. And I think having us having the strongest economy is going to help with that battle. But all that to say this is the economy is, I mean, the the stock market is not going to be doing too well right about now, as I alluded to earlier. And again, I would be holding out. I would be pulled out my money, pulled out all my investments. You don't need to hold this thing down to the bottom. We got to wait for the coronavirus to have its news cycle that goes through the country and stops being reported. And then having these things settle down. And then I think it's time to put our money back into the stock market. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not giving you advice. I'm just talking to you about myself. That is what I would do. Let's have a good week. Let's glorify God. Let's go be successful. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.